Kim Moore is something of a trailblazer, a professional golfer on tour, a certified professional golf coach and a team coach at West Michigan University. Growing up as a leg amputee, Kim personifies how hard work in practice has its genuine reward. So Kim is certainly a great subject for our latest Edgar podcast. Kim Moore, the head women's golf coach of West Michigan University, offers a broad Midwestern smile when talking about golf. This is a person who is passionate about the game, both as an accomplished player herself and professional mentor to new players. Talk to Kim Moore for a while and you learn she expects her college team players to put heart and soul into their efforts. But as her students aren't all destined to play on the LPGA Tour or in the Solheim Cup for the USA, and being undergraduates with other subjects to study, Moore sees it as paramount that they also enjoy and learn as much as possible about life from their four years or so in college. Thus, a holistic approach follows in offering the game's benefit to the next generation of hopeful players. To imprint this philosophy, Kim is only too happy to lead from the front. We were able to talk with Coach Kimberly, or Kim, two days before she welcomed the next raft of nine girls who would be playing golf as part of their scholarship at WMU starting in the fall term. But we actually first met Kim when she was playing in the inaugural G4D Open, Golf of the Disabled, at Woburn, England, which is linked directly with the Open itself, both events staged by the RNA. Kim would win this landmark tournament for disabled players and lift the trophy to deserved international acclaim. The epic victory helped Kim to burst into the top 50 of the world ranking for golfers with disability, ranked at 45 at the time of our interview, with only Daphne van Houten of the Netherlands ahead of her, then 27th, in the women's standings. This all came after winning her own nation's G4D major, the US Adaptive Open, at the illustrious Pinehurst No. 6 in August 2022. One message after Pinehurst, and her new students should take note of this, was that hard work brings a reward. Nothing is achieved overnight. Kim said, Golf is a game in which you get out what you put into it. If you work hard, have a great growth mindset, and are purposeful in your preparation, you will succeed. So stay positive, stay patient. The value of continual learning is also a key theme, something Kim tries to follow every time she plays, while how you handle yourself in victory and defeat helps to define the person. Interviewed on camera after her US Adaptive Open win, Kim spoke about the gratitude she felt towards her family, who supported her so well, and her friends of course, and despite all the excitement, she was left feeling humble. The habit of learning may have been stronger in Kim than most. She was born facing a challenge other youngsters didn't have to face. Instead of shying away, backed by her family, she always tried her best. And then the results have indeed followed. I I try to never let my leg hold me back. I mean, I was born without a right foot and a severe clubbed left foot. And so I've always had, you know, the challenges of balance and walking and you know, I I had a slight case of spina bifida as well. So my hips are a little off, something I've always had to develop and, and work on and strengthen. But uh, yeah, just just trying to do whatever I can. I mean, I try not to let anything stop me. And, you know, if, if 
if it's a if it's work or golf or sports or whatever the case may be, I, I try my best and I always try to give it at least one chance and see how I do. The important and one of the joyful things about Kim's childhood seems to be the faith and encouragement shown by her family. Never treated differently alongside elder siblings Adam and Heather, this inevitably led her to the basketball court, following in the giant footsteps of Adam, who would go on to play professionally for the Brighton Bears in England. I grew up in a sports-oriented family. Uh, basketball was actually my favourite sport uh, growing up. I had a brother who's uh, 6'8 and a, and, a, and a dad who's 6'9, so a tall family, uh, and they both played basketball very competitively. So kind of grew up in that family. And in, in where I was from in Indiana, in the U.S., it's a basketball-oriented state. So that was kind of the main sport I played. But I, I did uh, dabble in a lot of other sports as well. But golf not being one when I was little, I really didn't start playing golf until I became a freshman in high school. Because in high school, I wanted to play a sport. And, and in basketball, I was okay, but it was just too fast of a game uh, because of my legs. So I could run. I just wasn't very fast. You know, in that sport, you have to be quick and you have to be quick on your feet. So I wanted to play something I was a little more competitive in. The now 42-year-old Kim actually took to golf when she was 14 or 15, including winning her very first school tournament on what Americans refer to as an executive or short course, which was an inspirational day for her. My family has always been supportive. Whatever sport or whatever I'm trying to do, it doesn't even have to be a sport. They, they're always very supportive, my my siblings, my parents. And yeah, golf was something they've always encouraged me to play once I got into it. And I'm just very competitive, so I wanted to play a sport, and that was something that drove me. But yeah, just getting better. I mean, I always like to do well in anything I do, so that was just the drive in me, the, the passion in me. In her teens, Kim had wanted to be a surgeon, thinking about med school, and she would go on to study at the University of Indianapolis for four years, receiving a bachelor degree in biology. But playing golf, and also what started as a casual part-time job at Colonial Oaks Golf Club in Fort Wayne, Indiana, all helped light the fire for what instead would be a career in the sport. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed being out there. I mean, when I first started working, I was just cleaning golf carts and putting them away and you know, those type of jobs at the course. But then I would play golf before or play golf after. And I, I worked at a family-owned public golf course, very country, you know, not private golf course. So it was a great start for me and, and get me involved in the golf world. And then, like I said, just kind of worked my way up into working in the pro shop and then becoming a assistant pro for them. And it just kind of led to that. But yeah, it made you very immersed into the golfing world, you know, working and then trying to get in that playing time when you could. Meanwhile, her own golf progressed at pace. After university, she spent around three years playing in the pro ranks on the Women's Futures Tour, now called the Epson Tour, before signing up to earn her PGA certification as a coach and become a PGA professional. Kim's early experiences on the basketball courts against able-bodied players and then the tough golf in the professional game taught her one of golf's fundamental lessons for progress, how the struggle can help make you stronger and a better person on both a golf course and in the way you think about life. I played all the way up until the end of college was the first time I ever played in any sort of adaptive sporting event. Before that, I was always playing in able-bodied events with able-bodied players. 
uh, me being the only disabled golfer or disabled athlete out there. When I played on the Futures Tour, I was the first disabled golfer to ever play on that tour. That experience of me losing, me not making teams, I mean, that's part of life. Yes, that was discouraging and, and you know, frustrating at times uh, because I had other challenges that some of them didn't, didn't have to deal with. But it made me who I am and it made me you know, have a little more passion and a desire to work harder. If I really wanted something, you know, it also gave me that experience of failure. I mean, failure is part of life and part of sports. And you have to be able to deal with that and be able to grow from that and have a have a specific mindset to be able to get better in whatever sport you're doing. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, those those experiences of losing and not making teams or, you know, trying and, and not succeeding have definitely you know, made me grow into the player that I am and, and and the passion that I have and the competitiveness that I have when I do win or I am successful. You know, those good experiences are, you know, maybe drowned out by a bad experience. You, you definitely are going to have, I always tell my players, I've lost a lot more tournaments than I've ever won. So you're going to have to be able to, you know, take the bad with the good as well. But growing up and and being just pushed into those and, and immersed in, into uh, able-bodied teams and able-bodied sports encouraged by my family and and friends to be able to to do anything that I wanted to and and to try anything that I wanted to has definitely helped me develop into the player and the person I am today. This person today has a beaming smile much of the time and an open and approachable personality. This, combined with her hard work ethic, will no doubt be inspiring to the young women who join the West Michigan University Group, which plays in the NCAA Division I, offering students some great playing facilities at its campus at Kalamazoo, which is about 45 minutes away by car from Lake Michigan. Being in Division I in the university leagues does bring its own pressures for a coach. So there is a little bit of a pressure on winning. You know, obviously we're we're doing golf. We're not football or basketball or some big sport at a university that makes a lot of money for them. So that takes a little bit of pressure off, but you're still definitely a win-oriented type sport. Also, you know, it's about giving the players a holistic experience, you know, the traveling and the seeing different parts of the world and playing different teams and meeting different players from all over. That's part of the experience. Giving players an experience is part of my job. And also, you know, doing well academically. You know, that's a priority just like it is, you know, performing on the golf course. We want to do well in in the classroom and, you know, overall just trying to give our players the best experience possible in their four years here. And, you know, hopefully they go on to either play a professional sport or, you know, go on to whatever they studied and and live a life and and remember and and have those experience and memories that they, they, they had when they were playing in college. And, you know, that's, that's definitely a goal of mine, but you know, it's a sport. We're here to have fun, enjoy ourselves. And if we're not doing that, then that defeats the purpose regardless of winning. So, you know, that's a little responsibility on me is bringing in the right players to to help us get better and better every year. But uh, we also want to become a good team and have a good culture here. That's that's something I definitely want to establish. While Kim has recently started competing successfully in G4D events, when the work allows, she also finds the coaching of individuals highly satisfying. She was due to be coaching a young woman who plays with one hand the following weekend. It's satisfying regardless if someone has a disability or not. You know, just to see them make contact and hit the ball and get better and the excitement on their face is is a lot of gratitude to me. But yeah, just the experience that I have in the disabled golf world and 
Uh, I think that's why a lot of adaptive golfers are kind of drawn to me wanting to kind of learn a little bit from me just because I do have a little experience in that. I have empathy and I've worked a lot with disabled golfers. So um, over, over the time, over the years, I've learned different techniques to kind of help with certain disabilities. So like I said, regardless of a disability or not, it's always very gratifying to watch them work on their game and get better, you know, week after week. Moore herself is a quietly confident player who tees the ball up whenever she has time. It's her favourite local club, the Moores Golf Club in Portage. She says she loves every aspect of playing and her wry sense of humour is never far away, even when the pressure is on. Certainly that smile is never left in the locker room. Life, she believes, is too short for that. Her work ethic has also brought results. In 2023, Kim will surely remember the place Woburn Golf Club for the rest of her life because it was here, just a little north of London in May, where she claimed an epic win in the female category of the first ever G4D Open, staged by the RNA in partnership with the DP World Tour and supported by Edgar. Kim was able to raise the trophy after a four-shot victory in three rounds over the challenging Duchess course in tough weather conditions, made possible by some excellent play from tee to green. Further reward followed as Kim soon after qualified for the G4D Tour Scandinavian Mixed in June, playing in the same week and on the same course as the top professional players from the DP World Tour and Ladies European Tour. Here, Kim's strong long game and sure touch on the greens again held up in Stockholm, and she finished in sixth place overall and as the leading female player. Kim now wants other people to enjoy all the positive benefits of golf. After her G4D Open win, she was confident in her TV interviews with the media, seeking to encourage and inspire more girls and women with a disability to follow her into golf, while coaching teams of young women for over a decade certainly puts Kim at the vanguard of such progress. You know, I think in the landscape of golf, bringing in more women and a lot of golf clubs and a lot of courses are doing that right now. And you can see the women's game getting better and better, especially in the college age. It's crazy how competitive it is now and how good these players are coming in. And I'm always encouraging women to get involved in golf. Golf is a lifelong sport that they can play the rest of their life, you know, as an amputee and as an adaptive golfer, you know, seeing more women and more women adaptive golfers in the game is so encouraging and so inspiring to me. Looking ahead, Kim Moore said she is really excited going into a new season at WMU with her group of first year students. Her messages to them remain fairly simple. She wants them to have fun and enjoy the whole college experience, while on the practice range in Fairway, she demands focus. Golf is a game in which you get out what you put into it. If you work hard, have a great growth mindset and are purposeful in your preparation, you will succeed, she says. But we ask, what about a person brand new to golf who may have a disability and are thinking of getting in touch with a coach like her? Kim's answer is simple. She writes to us in an email, Golf is a lifelong game. Regardless of your ability or disability, the game of golf can be very adaptive. You do not have to be the biggest, the fastest or the strongest to enjoy this game. It doesn't matter if you are missing a limb, have an intellectual or neurological challenge or are immobilised to a seated position. Your attitude is everything. If you set your mind to something, the impossible can become possible. Above all else, she says, have fun. That seems to be the secret, one that Coach Kim Moore shares as well as anyone in the game.
This Edgar podcast was written and narrated by Ben Evans and the sound production was by Martin Maynard of Sounds Good. You can find more stories of people with a disability thriving through golf in the profiles section of the Edgar website at edgargolf.com and you can contact members of our team through the website.